good, everybody? This your boy, Jamal Jackson, and welcome to Black Flavor Magazine, the podcast. I got a special guest straight out of Dillard University, Dion McClain, better known as Mac. What's good, Dion? How, how you doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? You straight? Yeah, Anything good? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. I can't complain. You know, this, this COVID got everything, you know, a little strange out here. Yeah, I mean, every, everything really strange for everybody, man. Uh, you know, it's just been, uh, I, I look at 2020 as a year of adjustments, you know, and improving yourself. So that's just one thing I've been trying to do, just work on, you know, being there for everybody that needs me and just, you know, becoming a better person. Big facts. So, Mac, um, for the people that don't know you, Welcome to Black Flavor Magazine, but for the people that don't know you, tell us who you are, um, where you from, and, and tell us what you do. Uh, yeah, uh, my name is uh, Dion McClain, um, but uh, you know, my artist name, my, uh, you know, my nickname, uh, I go by Mac or Mac Affinity, Mac with a sideways, a uh, handsome angel. Um, I'm from uh, Kansas City. But I do attend Dillard University in New Orleans. I am a junior film major. And um, I look at myself as a multimedia mogul. Um, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, I, I make music. Um, a lot of people know me for that. Uh, I shoot films and music videos. I screenwrite. And, you know, I make clothes and stuff for design them too. Just, just, just hearing that, man. Um, 
I know most of the time people gravitate, especially like going into that industry, people gravitate a lot towards, you know, Howard University. What what was yeah. what was the bigger difference, you know, in the significance in those two HBCUs that came down? Because from by the sounds, if you can get in, you know, if those two are your top options, you qualify for mm-hmm. you know for any HBCU. Yeah. Um. So I, I did actually visit Howard. Um. I didn't get to go visit the walls like classes or session or anything. Mm-hmm. But what I went it was a snowstorm. <laughs> so I I cannot stand the cold. Yeah. I get sick really easy in the cold, and I was like, dang, is it gonna get like this while I'm here? You know? Nah, for real. And um, I don't know, like you know, the first time I actually got sick at school, like without my mom and stuff, I was just like, dang, like <laughs> imagine if it was cold with me being sick. So yeah, you know, I I I moved to New Orleans uh, for school. Um, not only because, you know, the film program and stuff, but it, but because it was hot, <laughs> not like the heat. Nah, for real. Uh, so that was a big choice and a uh, big decision, or the real would call it, and why I didn't choose out, because the weather, I think that's really important to me, too. Yeah. Nah, that's, that's definitely uh, a big factor in that, that decision. <laughs> so, um, was film, like... What is what is the the, the the HBCU culture like down there in Dillard? Like that's that's you know New Orleans. I know it's a lot. It's a ton of Black history there. That's where Tyler Perry is yeah. from. Yeah. So I look at New Orleans as a hidden gem in terms of media. Um, you know, of course, you know everybody knows about Mardi Gras, Bourbon Street, mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but like. New Orleans is a predominantly black place. And, you know, coming from where I'm coming from, you know, we have black people, but it's like we only in a specific area. You know, there's yeah. black people everywhere in the world. It's a very diverse place, you know, just the privilege of being down there and to be around all these talented black people. Um, you know, we have Dillard, but our rival school, Xavier, is also an HBCU. So I always spend a lot of time there. I have a lot of friends at Xavier. Xavier, sure. Um, yeah, so I, I I think it's a privilege to be able to be around, you know, just uh, that large group of talented black people in that city, you know, even outside of school and education, just to be around that culture, you know, it brings something out of you, it makes you connect to your roots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Big sense. That's two, that's two big dog HBCUs, like, in one city, and that's just enough for New Orleans, too. Yeah. So, you, uh, what part of, you, you said you was from Arkansas, um, what part of Arkansas? No, not Arkansas, I was from, uh, Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City, excuse me, my fault. Yeah, you say? Kansas City. Um, uh, okay, okay, because I was getting ready to ask about some HBCUs in Arkansas. Duh, duh. <laughs> that part would definitely be getting cut off. <laughs> um... That's what's up. So, like, what what time you're at Dillard University? Tell us about like some of the projects and the things you've done on campus. Um, I like to think of myself as somebody who's really involved. Um, for me, um, right before you know COVID happened, we had our campaign season and stuff. I got to shoot for a lot of the candidates. 
you know, I, I made most of the campaign videos and stuff. I think that's a little big thing to part of. Yeah. HBCU culture, seeing the royal court and the SGA people get elected to their new positions and stuff. Um, and then, you know, since I do music and stuff, I get to perform a lot in New Orleans. I made a lot of connections with people at my school and in, you know, the city of New Orleans. Um, and I also am a POTUS mentor. So POTUS is an organization we have on campus that uh, works as like the liaison between the students and like the school's president. Um, so basically, um, our school's president, uh, Dr. Walter Hembra, uh, he holds a, uh, a lecture series called Brain. He invites guests and stuff. And, you know, he selects a group of freshmen that, um, you know, helps work these events and work and, you know, work on networking and stuff, attending the workshops and stuff that help, you know, be people and help students become better professionals in their college careers and stuff. So I, I, I was a part of that group. And then after I, you know, became a sophomore and junior, I became a mentor. experience that anybody can experience. Uh, we have the Crosstown Classic and the Blue Devil Classic. So, the 
Crosstown Classic is when we play Xavier at Xavier. And that's a really big thing in Kansas Stadium and stuff that we go to. People tailgating and stuff up and strolling before the game. And it's, it's, and it's bragging rights. And then the Blue Devil Classic is when Xavier plays us at Dillard. And it's the same experience at our school. And, you know, this experience is for bragging rights. Yeah. You know, we historically have had a good uh, basketball team. Yeah. 
For sure. Dillard University, that's a five-star university. For real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, um, growing up, did you, like, was was HBCUs a popular thing in your family? Um, no, it's something that I had to educate myself about. Um, both my parents were um, first-generation college students, and they both went to PWIs, but uh, my mom is an English teacher. And um, she did a lot of research on HBCUs, and she was just like, wow, I never knew all this. You know, I mean, so my son, my kids, and teachers, or the teachers that I work with, and the, the children that I work with, and she decided to sponsor an HBCU tour. Oh, wow. um, so that's where I got to visit a lot of HBCUs. And I was just like, wow, you know, I don't really know about all this, you know? Yeah. So, I was, you know, after those tours, I was like, I'm going to an HBCU no matter what yeah. happens. I'm, I'm going to one of these schools that I visited. Yeah. You know, and it happened to be Dillard, so. That's lit. I, I grew up, yeah. like, in that HBCU culture because, like, I'm from Dallas. And, um, yeah, yeah, you got that choice. <laughs> yeah, you you already know. You know, like, Paul, Paul Quinn is the oldest HBCU west of the Mississippi River, and it's right in the, in College Park, right in the hood of Dallas. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. we we had like the Cotton Bowl Classic, like Pearview versus Grambling. That was that's the biggest mm-hmm. game in the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's around the state fair. You know, numbers get high like like a cowboy game. Right, exactly. You know. That that was just a a very fun experience on just being able to see all our people just come together like that and enjoy you know enjoy the game. Right. We do what we do. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know just seeing a bunch of black people all in in, in one place enjoying themselves is just a privilege. You know. Uh, you know, being from where I'm from, where it is pretty much predominantly white, it's just you know. Just a sight to see and something to enjoy and something that you'll never forget. Yeah. Was that like a, a culture shock to you, though? Because you went, you no, went deep in, though. Like, you didn't go to, uh, let, let's say, I don't know, Alabama State or something. You know what I'm saying? You went yeah. to New Orleans. You went to Dillard yeah. and that. Oh, man. Um... I don't think it. I don't think it was a culture shock for me. Well, well, one, I got to visit New Orleans a lot when I was little. I mean, I didn't really get to interact with any of the people there, but just visiting. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of people forget too that black people themselves are diverse. You know, there's not just one type of black person. We're not monolithic people. So going down there, I found my group of people instantly. You know. And, you know, I mean, I mean, it just came down to me just being myself and just meeting a whole bunch of people. Um, and, and, you know, I never, I never really felt, like, shocked. You know, I just felt like I fit, like I'm here with my people. Yeah. That's what it came down to. That's, that's us, though. We family. We, you know, that's just the vibe. Yeah. We around each other. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. we honestly don't need other groups of people to, for us to enjoy each other. We, You know what I'm saying? Like, black people actually right. do know how to come together. Right. You know? Right. And I, I see it more and more in these days, you know what I'm saying, since, you know, other nations have been trying to number us 
little and little, you know, one by one. Right. You know, we see it all the time, but yeah, that that was that was that's gold, man. That's a gold yeah. experience every time. Right. So up in, in Kansas, do they have uh, like an MLK parade somewhere? Um, we don't have an MLK parade. We do have a Juneteenth celebration every summer. Okay. Uh, I I have been I've been out of town the last few years. Um, but in New Orleans, I was I was on a family vacation somewhere. Um, but we do have a big Juneteenth celebration. We do. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, that's it. <laughs> that's really the only time where the the, the blast we have in Kansas City come together and do something collectively. So like I said, moving down south was, you know, something I had to treasure and enjoy when I when I came down there. Well, down in in New Orleans, y'all got Mardi Gras. I know that's. I've never been. I know it's a live experience. Yeah, it's it's definitely experience. Uh, The parades and stuff and. Oh my goodness! Oh man, <laughs> it, it's just an experience. I, it's just something you gotta see for yourself, you know. Oh, for real. Yeah, it's something you gotta see for yourself. Most definitely, we'll stop through that, step through that one of these years. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta come to New Orleans, but you gotta experience it for yourself. For sure, for sure. So, what, um, what new projects you got coming up that the people should know about? Oh man, I have a lot planned, but the main thing that I'm working on, I actually was like in the stoop when you called me. Uh, but um, I'm working on my latest album project, whatever you want to call it, mixtape. Uh, it's called uh, Cumulus, and uh, it's you know it's it's something extraordinary. Uh, you know I, I can't give too much out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can only really we just, we just gonna be waiting. Yeah. But it, it's something special, man. It's a new vibe, for real. You know, I think it's uh it's a perfect summary. Uh, it's like a mix between myself, what's going on in the world, yeah, and it's something you can connect to. Um, you know, I'm just talking about uh being in the clouds and try to trying to avoid all that's going on, but some one day you're gonna have to be grounded and go through and uh and, and feel feel your emotions feel what's happening and you know just take it all in you know that, that, that's really what, what the project is about everybody tune in make sure y'all tune in on their new project where can the people keep up with you at oh man uh you can uh follow me on instagram at underscore mac infinity underscore on twitter Mac Infinity 913 and Facebook views with me up as Mac Infinity Man. Um, I'm pretty down to earth. Uh, I'm pretty easy to read. So I, 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 you know, I work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're genuine person. Yeah. You're not a misogynistic, racist, transphobic, homophobic. <laughs> you know, I can work with you. I can vibe with you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we can we can chat it up. We can have an intellectual conversation. Uh, we can talk about sports. Talk about music, don't matter, you know what I'm saying? As long as you want to work and you're not a hateful person, you're a genuine person, you know what I'm saying? We can chat, we can talk. That's real. 
That's 100. Hey, y'all heard it from Matt yeah. himself. Make sure y'all tune yes, in, tap in. This is Jamal yes, Jackson. We are signing out. Black Flavor Magazine.